Well, hey there, Compassion. Thanks for joining us for Conversations of Compassion. Uh, today we're here with Pastor Stephen and Pastor Mike, and uh, we're going to discuss the upcoming sermon series for February. Um, so I thought I'd, I'd start off with a um, deep theological question for you guys. Um, if you can go back to your single days, we'll say in high school, what advice would you give yourself? <laughs> you Mike, Mike, Mike laughed first, so <laughs> oh, man. I'll give him that um, question. You don't have to prove anything. Hmm. I guess just simple. You're enough. It's good. Yeah. Steven? That's really good. I, I was expecting some humor. Oh, well, no. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that um, r- focus is important. Focus, focus on that which is eternal and focus on the one who is God and created you will take care of the rest of it. Nice. Yeah. I like it. That's that was good. A long that time was ago. a deep theological question. I guess it was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, let's go into um, the upcoming sermon series. Mike, can you give us an overview of, we're calling it Holy Whole. Um, so what can we expect out of the, the sermon series? That's great. It's, it is a relationship series, um, but it's divided into four weeks, and we'll go into each specific idea week by week. So over, the overview is it. Week one, uh, we'll just talk about don't get married. You don't need to get married. Um, you are complete, and we'll talk more about that today. Week two, we're going to say get married. And uh, week three, we're going to say if you're married, stay married. And then a week four, we're going to talk about holy whole, that God is holy and he is whole in his holiness. Uh, he's one and complete all in himself. And that's the, the relationship we're invited into. So it's, it's not just a marriage series. It's not a marriage series. It, it sounds like we're, it's a relationship series. It is a relationship series, I think. And uh, I've been kind of struck by this idea lately. I just can't leave it. I started in the beginning of the year. And the most important relationship in the universe, uh, what, is, what is that most important relationship? And it's not my relationship with my kids. It's not my relationship with my wife. Um, it's not even my relationship with God. The most important relationship in the universe is the relationship between God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Everything on earth flows from that relationship. It's the center of the universe. And I think it's just mind-blowing to me that in the middle of the created universe is a relationship. And uh, so it's no wonder we want a relationship. It's no wonder we need to have a a month talking about relationships because Mm. there's something central about relationships in all of the cosmos and the created world. Yeah, and as God has created us in his image, that's what we Mm -hmm. understand is that uh, we uh, are not called to live on an island to ourselves, that we are called to be in community and to be in relationship. Whether you are someone who gets energy out of being with other people <laughs> or whether you're someone who gets just sucked dry from being with other people, um, beyond your personality, um, when we were created in the image of God, we cannot lose sight of the fact that he is in God is in relationship with himself. Yeah, try to allow that to run around in your brain. It's hard to understand, but as God is revealed in Scripture, it is not I; it is we. 
And when we grab a hold of that, it becomes a wonderful foundation for us as we advance into talking about relationships. That's fantastic. Um, so with that foundation in mind, um, week one, we're, what we're saying is um, single, be single, don't get married, right? Um, so what can we expect to learn out of week one? Don't get married. Yeah, I think that there's an old movie that some of you saw. It was called Jerry Maguire, and the movie was popular. It had a lot of one-liners that were memorable. Um, I'm not insisting you go watch it if you haven't watched it, but um, one of the one-liners was, show me the money. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy, a character in there who was all about the money, and, and uh, we know that's a lie. And the other one was in this story of uh, the sports agent who is dating this girl. Uh, there's a moment where she looks at uh, Tom Cruise and says, you complete me. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was great background music. It was very <laughs> romantic. It seemed perfect. Mm-hmm. Yet it's a lie. Uh, there are so many single people that feel like they cannot be whole without finding that one who completes them. And that's the sad reality. When we're mm. looking for someone who is incomplete and someone who is imperfect to complete you, um, that's a sad story that never ends well. And so it might sound romantic, but when we say in this week one, don't get married, what we're saying is um, you don't need another human being to make you whole. Mm. Um, and that's that's the pushback that we have on the the lie, one of the many lies of culture. That's excellent. I, I'm in our conversation kind of leading up to this this podcast, you had mentioned just some really wise things about singleness. And I know like we're I've been married twenty years, you've been married yeah, this is the point of the disclaimer. <laughs> right. Today, right. Mike, who's been married for how long, Mike? 20 years. And Pastor Stephen, who's been married 25 years this right. August. We uh, are so this married. This June, we're going to talk to you about singleness. Experts so there's a disclaimer. Right. There's, yeah. a disclaimer. there's a disclaimer. Uh, so I'm, I'm removed from it, and so are you. Um, but you, you brought some wisdom into it to talk about. There's not even... When we talk about being single, it's not like there's one kind of single person even. Uh, it's not like we can reduce being single to one one way of being in the world. It just doesn't work like that. I don't know if you want to maybe... Yeah, I, I think that there's some people out there that um, they are single and they hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we, we had this deep conversation earlier with all of us. We probably should have recorded that as well, mm-hmm. um, where there are some people out there that are, that are single, and they just can't wait for it to be over, mm-hmm. um, and they want to be married. And then there are other people who are single, and they, are, um, they wonder if they would ever want to get married. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were raised in a very bad home where the husband and wife hated each other and they don't want to. And so the will of God for some is to get married. And so we'll talk in week two about get married. But the will of God for others, especially when we read the story of Paul in in, in Corinthians, mm-hmm. where he, he tells us, um, it's better that you be like me. It's better mm-hmm. that you be single. And so we have to speak to that, that, um, that I'm, I'm almost fearful of what I say, not what I say being wrong, but what is actually heard from what I say. Because there mm. are, when you talk about singleness, there are people that are on both ends of the spectrum. And also married people 
I hope you've not toned out yet. Because even if you're married, some of this conversation we're having about singleness can point to some deficiencies now in your marriage and in your life that maybe you can go back to the enemy's camp and maybe take back what he stole from mm-hmm. you, understanding it with greater under uh, greater effort as to, to maybe why there are some deficiencies in your marriage that are a result of maybe you not living single well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, it's, it is um, really interesting that in that letter you alluded to in Corinthians, Paul, he tells people, don't get married. He says, uh, it's better for you to be single. Your, your allegiance will be divided if you get married. And he says, get married. <laughs> like, get married and have a family. Um, it, he, he talks about both things. And so we're going to talk about both things, to don't get married and get married. So th- this week, we're talking about don't get married. Uh, and maybe some of the reasons behind that. Uh, so maybe if we can turn to the scriptures and uh, give a little framework uh, for great. that. Don't get married uh, in order on to tease what's coming on Sunday so you guys can all come back and have an idea of like the conversation that we're beginning today. So we'll be out of John uh, chapter 17, and it's Jesus' prayer uh, for his disciples. He's in the garden and he's prayed for the disciples that he's been with that are following him. And now he turns and he prays for me and he's praying for you. Uh, because he says here, and starting in verse 20, he says, my prayer is not for them alone, not only his 12 disciples he's been praying for. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. That's me. That's you. That all of them may be one. That all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. His asking, his prayer, Jesus' longing for us is that we would be one. The word that's just like, just like the Father's in him and he's in the Father. He wants us to be in them somehow. Mm. He wants us to be brought up in the relationship of the Trinity. That's Jesus' desire for me and for you. And I feel like um, whether you want to get married or not, if your desire is anything less than that, um, first and foremost, it's something less than what Jesus wants for you. Um, I'm not saying it's bad to want to get married. That's a good desire. Jesus' desire for you um, is first and foremost that you be in the Trinity, that you be one with Him and the Father. And everything else flows from that. Just like we said in the beginning, like that relationship is the grounding of all other relationships. And we're invited into that kind of intimacy first, uh, where we want to enjoy fellowship with the Trinity first and foremost. And then we can be single and be complete. Like talk about not needing another person to complete me when I'm bound up in the Trinity, Mm. one with them. I'm enjoying full, uninterrupted communion with the Father and the Holy Spirit and the Son, and I am in them, and they are in me, and I'm I'm all enveloped in this loving relationship. Um, That speaks a whole lot more to the reason God made me and what Jesus is longing for me is um, than me just wanting to be married. And so all my other desires, I think, flow from that first desire. For me, yeah, and and I think uh, we often talk about in discipleship that the journey is the destination, mm-hmm. and I think um, for us it is 
it is um, if you desire to get married, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. said, that's wonderful. But don't live in tomorrow. Live in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, live into to 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 knowing Him and and um, taking these desires. If you're single right now, you don't know if this is a desire um, that God has put in you and will eventually be birthed, or maybe He'll take that desire away and you'll be single. But I remember um, Lisa as part of her testimony. Uh, was that um, for about five or six years, she chose not to date. Um, she would go out with groups of people, but she would not date. And um, and she text, testifies that um, just shortly before we actually met, she felt like that she had gotten to a place where she was complete in her singleness. Like It's almost like she had laid it down at the feet of Jesus, and she had discovered uh, that she didn't need me or anyone else to complete her, that she was complete in the Lord. And she testifies to that, that it was at that moment, <laughs> um, sometime thereafter, not much, mm-hmm. not much longer, that, that, um, that I, um, I, sh- I showed up on the scene. And, um, and yeah, I wanted to make a joke there about how <laughs> I, I swooped in in my, right. my cape. And um, and all that, but I I refrained, kind mm-hmm. of, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> right. Now I think that's that's a great place, maybe even to begin landing the conversation of um, if you're looking to somebody else to complete you, um, you're you're looking in the wrong direction. The first movement, whether no matter where you are in your life and no matter what you desire, um, your first movement is to be completed and completely wrapped up in the Trinity. And then you are whole. You're already whole. That's and right. um and as that whole person, you then can marry another whole person, mm. uh, hopefully. Um and then your marriage is, is set up on a way better footing than if you're looking to somebody else to fill some void in you that only God can fill. You you're right. You are made for communion and you are made for intimacy with the Lord. And you can find that right now. Mm. And you can enjoy that fellowship right now. And you know what? There's a there's a church and a community that you can be a part of. Yeah. And you can enjoy the fellowship and communion of the saints and you can ha- you can feel like you are a part of a family and people know you and love you and see you and cherish you and welcome you into their fellowship. You can feel that in the church and in the fellowship of the Trinity. Mm. And then after that, man, get married. But first, don't get married. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know exactly where you were going, but that's the beauty. And I, I think even as pastors, Mike, we would even say um, that um, maybe the church hasn't been as good to singles as it should have been. I think you're right. Um, I, I think there's something to be said there, and that could be a whole nother podcast. Mm. Um and um, I, so as like a church leader, like this whole series is like, okay, how can I pastor single people better? Mm-hmm. Like, how can we as a church community do that? But I also think, too, that maybe that there are a lot of single people in the church that is a part of the church. And the reason why the church doesn't minister to them well is because 
they aren't content in their singleness and, and they're yeah. not pouring into single people. Um, I, I just want to tell a really quick story about um, someone that uh, is going to be a part of this um, uh, series, Dr. Jarrett Pinkleton. He talks about how his, um, his, his father ran out when he was a small boy. And after that, his mother um, gave her life to the church and gave her life to ministering to single people. Mm-hmm. And she gave her life to that. And um, and I I think it's a beautiful story of of that. If and and how about it, Mike? Like we deal with this. Many of us we we don't live today because we're so focused on living tomorrow. And mm-hmm. isn't that the big lie? Like the reason it's called the present mm-hmm. is because it is a present, mm-hmm. and we're not even guaranteed tomorrow, right? And and as and I would just say as the the pastor of single people, know who you are in Christ. Know that He is enough. Um, and know that he knows the desires of your heart and that as we continue to surrender ourselves to whatever his will is for our lives, then we can be whole in him without need of another. And then at that point, maybe, just maybe, if it be his will, mm-hmm. maybe that other will show up. That's beautiful. Thanks, gentlemen, for your time today. It's It's been a good um I've really appreciated talking with you and, and going through this. And for you um, who are listening, thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to go through this <clears throat> journey with you in February. And uh, it, please, if you have any questions, uh, reach out to us. Um, you can go to our website or even leave a comment um, in the comment section below. So uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Mm-hmm.